Hey guys, this episode is a happy celebration. And orders to the great community I have. Also, it is Father's Day. Today is so special to me as I can combine and honor both my late husband and the father of my children and the community that has stepped in so many ways to help my family and I. Jay can never be replaced, ever, never. But it's also wonderful to feel a community support. I celebrate him, I celebrate you, and thank you all, and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restore. Our three with me, Roz. Today I'm back and I'm super excited knowing that I have this great community that is rallying to help me out with this virtual run. And I'm so proud and happy to know that you guys are taking the time to inbox me, to cheer me on. You guys are training. Everyone is excited. So how can a community help me and the ALS Foundation in lots of ways? You can keep in touch with someone you know who have ALS or a family that you know is going through ALS by contacting, if they have children, you know, just making a phone call or sending a text because now, as you know, we have all this um, social media we can platform we can go on to contact or to reach someone. Uh, you can do little things by sending them an email or a voice message or just showing up or just saying, um, what's up, buddy? Do you need some help with anything at all? You know, and sometimes too, we should give back as well by helping the caregivers that is helping the people or the person that is going through ALS because some of them just need a break. As for me, when Jay, my late husband, Lennox Lewis, was um, diagnosed, I had a great community. I had who sent me food, who come to make me food, who came to spend time with him, who came and read with him. Some came and, um, and just sit there with him and talk with him and watch a movie with him. Some came and shave, shave him when I was exhausted. Uh, so it's really comforting to know that you have a community that could really take the time out and help you in lots of ways and and show appreciation or just um, come and sit with him and listen to him say his stories. Like I have a few pastors that came and he was so happy to know that uh, some pastors came and spent time with him and talked to him and, and they were talking about the Bible and it was funny. He said to one of the pastors, you know, do you know the, the Bible is a soap opera? And he said, oh yeah, it's a soap opera because at the end he couldn't read anymore with his hand to pick up the Bible, but we put it on an app so he was able to listen to it. And he was listening and he would be laughing out so loudly, just hearing and, and reminiscing of the different stories that he learned and, 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 and share with the pastors. And as well, sometimes um, we were caregivers would ask for specific help. They'd say, you know what, I'm super tired today. Is it possible you can um, stay with him for a few minutes so I can have a nap? I know I did that. Or if you cannot make an appointment and you need help, you were called. And one thing too, the, um, 
the ALS um, Society for Quebec was phenomenal because when you need transportation and you don't know where to go, they will find a transportation for you, will give you contacts you need to have the um, transportation. So they will pick you up at home and drop you back at home. They were so gracious. They were so kind-hearted. They had so much patience with Jay. I remember um, going to the dentist and uh, the dentist, uh, Dr. Lee, and she said, um, oh, hi, Mr. Mr. Lennox. Um, how are you today? And he couldn't speak. And I see she had just a little tear, but she said, don't worry, we can help you as much as we can. And all the staff came and take him with a wheelchair and put him in, in his seat. And, um, and they were so gracious how they helped him because in the end, his teeth collapsed together with his jaw and he couldn't, he needed space. So we give him his, um, his drink. And, and yeah, so the community is just amazing when you have that support and you have people out there who truly and genuinely wants to help you. And now that I'm doing the, um, the virtual marathon and I go to my neighbors, my neighbors are just amazing. Uh, they just want to help me whichever way I need help in anything. They listen to my stories. They are very encouraging. They're very supportive. They, oh, I'm just so much, so much to say thank you. And I don't even have the words to describe how grateful I am that they would, they're willing, not even would, they're willing to, to lend a helping hand in everywhere. Some of my neighbors will cut my grass. They will cut my trees. They clean my pool. <laughs> they drop food off to the front of the house. They, you know, they help my daughter to go to school when she needs to be picked up and dropped off every morning and every evening they would drop her home. They would help my son with the cars when we have no idea what to do. Because as a woman, my husband took care of everything when it comes to a manly thing, which is not a good thing sometimes because now I'm learning the hard way. But he um, fixed the car, everything you could think of, he did. So when I didn't know what to do, my neighbors stepped in. They did. And they uh, helped me with my car. And uh, I helped my sons with the cars and uh, show us things that I didn't know about uh, and guide me in things that I, I, I never thought I would learn. And I know I'm in a great place where I understand more than before, you know. So um, community is, is really an amazing support group where the, you have resources of people that is knowledgeable more than you in certain things and will show you and guide you and teach you so you can be knowledgeable too. My grandmother used to always says to me that you give a man a fish, you will always have to feed that man. When you thought that you wouldn't um, be able to go on, you meet the right people that the Lord send to you and prepare you to keep on holding on and with that strength I'm going. And with that, uh, I can say that I have a great community. If you teach a man to fish, you prepare him for life. And I think um, the Lord sent the right people at the right time to teach me and guide me and to prepare me on my journey. And um, it's just uh, for the funeral home. As you know, I, I, there's not words could express. There's nothing. Uh, I met an amazing, beautiful woman that took my hand and led me all the way to the end.
She embraced me with her love, with a caring heart, her affection, with patience, with a tenderness, with her voice was so soothing when I was so overwhelmed and lost and not knowing where to go or what to say. I was able to, to have strength and, and make it through. And, and that was, and that's what community is. That's what community is. So I am so, so grateful that I'm able to um, say thank you and to say I appreciate you for so much that you have done to me. And for us, actually, not for me, for us. And just last night, uh, I and my son was talking. And um, he was just reminiscing on, on, on how amazing people can be, you know, when they realize that you are going through something. And sometimes you don't even have to say anything. It's just that connection, you will connect with someone and they can feel either your pain or your joy or your sorrow or your frustration and they will just say, I got you. I got you. I will help you. I got you. What do you need? You don't need to say anything at all. So that being said, there is no power for change greater than a community. Discovering what it's cares about. Alone, we can do so little. But together, we can do so much more. The greatness of a community is most accurate measured by compassion, action, of a member. Those who are the happiest are those that do the most for others. And that's something I feel that way. Sometimes I don't need to do for myself. Sometimes I do so much for others. But I learned something very valuable as well, that I really have to care enough for me and love me enough so I can love others. And I think that's why I give so much to the community. And you call, I'll be there. You ask, I'll give. You need me, I show up in any way, form, or deed. And I appreciate that the same thing is happening right now for me, that people give back to you when you least expect it. I will just, um, I went this week to, to do, ask for some donation from one of my neighbor. And um, I said, um, they said, so what are you here for? And I said, I'm here for my, my late husband. And he was so shocked. He didn't know my husband passed away. And he said, husband passed away and you're still holding on like that. And I said, well, I have no choice because I have my children I need to, to look out for. And he said, how can I help you? And I said, what I would like from you is that you'll be able to donate ALS community and, 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 and tell everyone that you know about it so they can come back and support. And you don't have to give monetary gift. You can give your time. You can um, volunteer and ask who needs help and you can help them in other ways. You can reach out to people that you see needs help in any uh, different uh, disease or a foundation, I should say foundation, that, that, that needs help. 
you know, because the more we have and the more research we do, we get one day closer to finding the cure for ALS. ALS is a very vicious disease. It's destroy your physical strength that you cannot move. You cannot do anything on your own. And I watch my husband, I'm telling you, he was a strong, handsome man, trained faithfully five to six days a week, eat clean, clean, but it's nothing to do with his health. It was to do with genetics, to do, to know, to do what, what he's inherited and he took care of himself. And even when he was really sick in the end, he still wanted to exercise. It was just amazing. He like, he couldn't sit still. He had to move. He had to keep on moving. That's why movement is important as well. He moved. And when the physiotherapist came and he said, Mr. Lois, you know, we should take a break. He said, no, I want to be as, <laughs> oh, I want to be as a boxer, Lennox Lewis, because his name is Lennox Lewis as well. It was just like, you know, he couldn't stay still. He just had to keep on moving. He had to keep on going. And when he couldn't anymore, he would ask that we wheelchair him um, to the back and straight in through the house because one of my neighbor came and built us a ramp. So he was able to go down in the, on the deck, the back of our home and back in the front of the house. And it, we were pushed and he, he was just having such a good time. Yeah, so it, community is important. Community is what would make you come together and keep you going. They give you strength, they give you hope, they give you joy when, you're, when you feel like there is nothing. They make you laugh when you feel like you're so dumb and you want to cry. They will say the funniest thing to, to you and um, and just cheer you up. And they're the biggest cheerleaders. And they know who they are. I don't have to mention it anymore and say, but I would be always grateful. And I would always say, my there was amazing. I could, I there's no words can explain or express my gratitude. You say people sometimes say that they have a community. I had an amazing community, amazing community. And Jay, I remember when he was writing me on the computer and he said, you know, um, you are so lucky, Ross, that you have good, good um, people in your life. And I say, I'm not lucky. I'm very blessed that the right people came into my season of my life at the right time. And I will always so forever be grateful. And um, yeah, yeah. And now we're doing this run. Yes, the virtual run. So don't be shy, guys. I want you guys to like this and share and tell the whole world. Put it on all the platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Anchor, um, Facebook, everywhere. Call a friend on the phone, text. Go on the radio, give a shout out to whoever you can, however you can, because we need to change this, not just for me, but for my generation and all the other generation that are going through it right now. That's what we need to do. We need to have some change. Without a sense of caring, there can be no sense of community.
A community is made up of intimate relationships among diversified types of individuals and kinships groups, local groups, neighborhood, a village, and a large family. Hmm. The future of every community lies capturing the passion, imagination, and resources of its people. Because without passion and imagination and self-love and giving, there is no community. Community can be small, community can be big, but when it multiplies by millions of people, it can transform the world. So let us go over there, guys, and be a community of the world and not just of our own niche. Be a community of the world. Let us give, and we can give. Give that it hurts you so much of joy. Give that it hurts you so much of of laughter, like you're laughing so much because you're giving every being of you back that someone else can find joy, that someone else can find happiness, that someone else can find peace, that someone else can find love, that someone can feel you're not alone and they have someone have their back. Someone got you. They say, I, say, I got you. I have your back. You know when you need me, I'll be there. And if I cannot do it myself, I'll find the right people that can help you because we don't we don't have to be strong in everything right we are strong in the, some are strong with computers some are stronger with words some are stronger with 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 the hands some are stronger with with all sorts of things and you just have to ask and it's not a shame or do not be afraid to ask any questions because any question you ask is not a stupid question any questions you ask is not a stupid question it's a question it's a question that when you ask it, whoever knows it will tell it to you. So don't be shy and don't be afraid to ask. So all that being said, I had done this great interview before with the head of the ALS Society of Quebec, who is Claudine Cooks. And we're going to hear her interview, how she have her community is helping the community of Quebec and um, they're sharing. And also to, for Canada, there's lots of different organizations that help CLS. I have been in contact with a few people as well in a few groups and listen to the stories of their loved ones. Some lost their, their wives after or husbands after 30 years, 40 years. Some lost younger, losing their husbands. After two years or months, they just have the loved one passed away two years ago. So everyone that going through with this disease is very hard. And two, and our children. For me, my children is doing well. Thank God, because I have put amazing people in their lives that will help them and guide them and, and encourage them and support them in every way they need. And I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'm not ashamed or afraid to, if I don't know something, I will ask. I'm not afraid to go to someone and say, I need help. I need you to pray for my children. I need you to cover my children. I need you to talk to my kids. I need you to 
to give guidance to my children. I'm not ashamed to ask. And my boy, Jamel, oh, God bless my son. He's doing really well. He's helping out his younger siblings and he's doing a good job. Jonathan is amazing. And my daughter, Maya, she is on a path where she is comfortable enough and able to talk. Sometimes it's a little difficult. And for me, it's hard because, you know, a girl needs her dad and she don't have that, you know, for her 16th birthday, you know, uh, for, you know, for whatever she have to go through in her life. I mean, she has her brothers, but her dad would have been amazing to, to listen and to give ideas. I, I would have loved to see that, but God knows best and God knows why. So I wouldn't um, question it. I would just accept where I am and with all that I have learned and and know and are becoming to be in a place where I can appreciate the little things in life and don't take anything for granted anymore and just um, leave your, my best life with my children and appreciating in the season that we are is a, is a great um, lesson for me. So guys, don't forget to um, take the time and listen to Miss Cook on uh, talking about the ALS Foundation and to give back to our community by the ALS. You can take a photo, you can run, you can bike, you can jog, you can walk, you can just sit in the front and just support in any way you can. And we appreciate it. The community appreciates it. So I want to say thank you. And I can't wait to hear from you guys next week on the 27th of June. I can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to hear stories. And yeah, so there's a lot of things happening. I'll update you guys next week about it. And uh, like and share the podcast. And thank you for uh, being in my community. Appreciate you guys. My name is Claudine Cook. I'm uh, the executive director of the ALS Society of Quebec. I've been uh, with the ALS Society uh, proudly uh, for almost uh, 17 years. It'll be 17 years in the month of May. And uh, it's been um, an inspired uh, mission uh, for uh, for myself and the volunteers and our team uh, at the Society uh, for sure. Oh, great. Um, so how old is the society in Montreal? Uh, the society was founded in 1983 um, mm -hmm. by a uh, group of, uh, of parents or, or people touched by ALS at the time. And right. um, it was about uh, about 17 years ago that it became uh, more um, more official uh, with offices and uh, staff and uh, uh, development of our programs and services um, over the years and, and increasing what we can offer and increasing what uh, how we do it was based on, on our fundraising and our and awareness. Okay, so are you saying you're one of the oldest um, member of this uh, society? Uh, right now, <laughs> yes, right now, but it, 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 everybody has contributed over the years. So it's, uh, right, yes, right. and, and uh, our director of programs and services, uh, her too, she'll be celebrating her 17 years this year as well. Um, but our team members, um, you know, have been around and those who've 
volunteers and staff and who've helped us along the way have gotten us where we are today. Great, and it's a great, great society. Mm -hmm. um, so what services do you provide for the community? Absolutely, so we're there for mm -hmm. the, the person who's affected by ALS and also for their right. caregiver and for their family mm -hmm. members at every stage of the disease. So we, we provide information. Our goal is to inform, empower, and support our families. So we, we offer some psychosocial support uh, with counseling, uh, phone calls, email exchanges. Uh, we offer support groups. Now they're all virtual, but we used to do them right. in person and the in-person will mm -hmm. come back one day, but the virtual world has opened up uh, so many uh, opportunities. Um, we've, we have uh, uh, a lot of online resources, a lot of tools right. and tips for people to live with the disease. And, um, you know, different programs, we, we do, um, we no longer have a financial aid program. However, our philosophy is to work with the um, healthcare network um, to make sure that every family has what they need and uh, find solutions to best support them. And, and as a last resource for family, families with who are most vulnerable will make sure that they get what they need no family gets left behind under our watch no as family. best as we can <laughs> and I, that's what i like about it because no family left behind and i can be like that's my testimony that's why i'm calling you today to talk to you and to get more information so audience to know what it's about the ala society in montreal because you guys offer so much programs so can i go in a little more depth of what program do you offer for different age groups so we just have a, a general program for everyone well, the, the, the counseling and the support uh, with our counselors is really customized based on um, the family's needs and the people reaching out to them or vice versa, or the mm -hmm. follow-ups that we make. Um, right. The uh, In terms of the documents that we have, like manuals on guides on how to live with ALS, and we just launched a nutritional toolkit so that families can okay. learn how to um, you know, stay uh, as healthy as possible and tips on um, keeping um, their their nutritional and, and weight gain during the illness, et cetera, and amongst and many other tips as well. Um, in terms mm -hmm. of the support groups, we are able to customize them, and that has been, you know, embracing technology and Zoom. Right. Um, you know, right. we we can customize our support groups for newly diagnosed families. We can customize them for um, people in certain regions, for caregivers only, for patients only. Mm -hmm. Um, we also mm. offer um, some webinars because a lot of people would like um, information on research and we'll do Q&As with um, the research community twice a year. Uh, we also just yesterday did a webinar on nutrition and uh, it was really well attended and everything is wow. available online on our online. taking okay. care um, uh, platform and just people can read get information they can listen and they can watch and learn and then that's on demand and that's that, that's a key that, thing too you know everyone's busy so to have resources beautiful. at their fingertips um that's right. uh, it's important and that's what we need right now because we can't go anywhere so having all this platform to work on and getting all the resources is um, virtually is amazing it, yeah. exactly it's and it's you know it's to help break the isolation that we you know having this the support groups and right. reaching out as best as we can or even just for those who don't have an email address and that still happens you know we make sure we right. reach out to them by mail or by phone call um, and okay. just it's just important to you know stay connected and we encourage families to also reach out to us when they when they need help um, 
And again, our, our, our team are very flexible to receive that information, whether it's a call or by email or um, even our, our counselors are doing Zoom so they can even do, you know, one-to-one, -one, you know, as in person as possible um, yes. support that way. I can, I, I can testify to that and they're doing a great job. Oh, good. So seeing that you're doing services for the community, how can people volunteer in the organization? How, how can we go give back to the community when, we, when you have done so much for us mm -hmm. in the community that you have given us so much to? How can we give back? That's so nice. And, and we really appreciate it. And we really are, we feel very blessed with the, the ALS community. And, and that is volunteers right. and people and their researchers and mm -hmm. our families and and bereaved families and people like you who you know come out and say how can we help and and help is can be in any way help can be making a donation help can be taking part in an activity help can be raising awareness um, on their social media um, mm -hmm. we'll have june is a less awareness month we'll have different opportunities uh, for people to raise awareness you know share images and messaging um, to engage people who are around them to say, hey, what is a lesson? Someone may go to our website to learn more. To volunteer right, right now, we don't have any in-person events, but you know what? We do want to sure. build an ambassador program. People who will want to, um, we have speaking engagements and there's some of them are virtual. Uh, well, they're all virtual right now, but um, right so, but you know, those are volunteer opportunities. We do have, you know, as uh, you know, respecting all um, safety precautions. People can still sure. meet at the office to help do certain tasks and we make sure people are distanced and wearing masks and washing their hands. But those are um, things that uh, we can still do even during the pandemic. We all, we all are working from home, um, but every once in a while uh, we, uh, we go into the office um, on different occasions. So, but sometimes people are helping as volunteers or helping us do some virtual um, work from home, like, uh, doing some research for us on, you know, if there's a certain topic, we say, hey, what's out there with regards to this? And then, uh, you know, so they, like you said, people are home and they have some time, some people. And so we'll customize how people can help. If someone raises the flag and reaches out to the society, they can e um, email us on our website uh, to fill in a registration form to become a volunteer or call us and leave a message. And it's really based okay. on what people, you know, their time and their interests and when we're in person, of course, there's more, there'll be more activities. <laughs> okay, beautiful. And also, because you said that's what how people helps you also by giving donations. Is there any other way you raise funds for the community? Is it just by donations or you have other ways of raising funds? Uh, of course, uh, we, we, we have our events. Um, so yes, people can make mm -hmm. um, donations online at alsquebec.ca or we have our walk right. in the month of June. Um, so people right. can uh, donate uh, via our walk. We also have a cycling event. Um, people can, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, raise funds and build a team and, and bike when they want and post their pictures. And there's information about that on our website. And right now we have an online um, auction right now until April the oh, 12th. Wow. And so we have it's items. Yeah. So right on mm -hmm. our website, you can, you can see the, the link um, to uh, our bid for hope. And there's, right. there are items for every taste and price range, and 100% of these funds uh, go straight to our mission. Very good. So you're doing a lot for your community. I'm yeah. so proud to be part of In the last three to five years, how much advancement in the research has been helped for the disease? You know, the ice bucket, <laughs> the ice bucket challenge, believe it was already seven years ago. And 
you know, right. since then the acceleration into research um, in Canada mm-hmm. and uh, around the world really um, accelerated a lot. And, um, you know, ALS Quebec, we support research through ALS Canada's research program and the excitement mm-hmm. around the research community is that there are developments. And um, just last year, there was a first treatment um, in first time in over 22 years that a, a drug came to market um, and it took over three years to get here. Um, but Radicava right. is a, a treatment that will help prolong. Radicava. Yeah, would help mm-hmm. prolong um, uh, people with ALS. Uh, that's, uh, and so it's, and there are others coming through the pipeline. And uh, so the, right. you know, so the, our researchers are, are actively um, pursuing these opportunities and our, our patients are, are advocating for faster access to these therapies. We have strong advocates now speaking to government and patient-led movement. We got 25,000 signatures to help uh, support an e-petition for government to accelerate. It shouldn't take three years for um, a, right. you know, a, a trial mm-hmm. or to come to, to Canada. So it's, these are all exciting times because we see movement. We see Great. the Great. awareness that we are collectively doing is making a difference. Mm-hmm. So um, and should people, yeah. sorry, and would you want more people to petition and write up on that uh, petition for that, that cause, or it's already finished your petition and you're moving into something so, else differently? So, right so good, the petition is finished, but there will be next steps to help uh, follow up. So, you know, on our, our right. website, um, you know, we share what uh, our community is, um, what they're doing. And we, we will also have some initiatives around uh, June ALS Awareness Month and, and engaging our MPs to um, help us raise awareness and acknowledge, um, you know, ALS, ALS matters in our families' lives. We, we want everyone to have the best quality of life um, living with ALS, and we want to have them, you know, change the statistics that it's not two to five years, it's, you know, people live longer with the right. disease. And so we will, mm-hmm. you know, keep taking yeah. care of the families. Um, until that happens, but it's, um, we, we see it on the horizon. <laughs> Great. And as you said that no family left behind, is there only one, this is the only ALS um, society in Montreal, in the whole of Quebec, or is there other branches mm-hmm. in so, Quebec? Yes, we, so we service the whole, the whole province. So uh, the ALS Society of Quebec oh, is not just Montreal, it's the entire, mm-hmm. um, the, mm-hmm. uh, the entire province, and there's no other organization, the ALS Clinic's obviously also support families, um, but we're the only community organization um, doing what we do. And there are ALS societies um, in in all the other provinces. We're all independent, yet we all Mm. work together, like producing the ALS guide, this big manual of, you know, how to live with ALS and tips and all kinds of information. It was a collective project with all the other provinces. Awesome. So that's great. So then it's not just in, in Montreal, it's for the whole of Quebec, if I'm understanding yeah. clearly. And then you have all over Canada, but they're independently, but we, we all work exactly. together. Perfect. Perfect. So the last question I'm going to ask is, what is the easiest way to contact your organization? Really through our website. If you go to alsquebec.ca okay. and you can see all the different activities, there is um, a link there to say get involved and there's an email address and um, people can reach out to us or they can call the society. Our phone number is there. We will get the message. Even if we all we're working from home, we, we get our messages, we get our emails and we are, uh, 
in full action uh, despite not being in the office. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So remind me again the date you said in June where you'll be doing that walk. So it's all throughout the entire month of June. So June is ALS Awareness month, month and then June 19th, right. we'll have a little bit more of a celebration that day. However, families are encouraged to walk throughout the month of June. And there's going to be a, a nice right. um, a Lou Gehrig day on June 2nd. And this is something with Major League Baseball, okay. um, you know, across North America. And mm -hmm. you can count on us uh, mm -hmm. doing our part uh, in Quebec. Great. Well, thank you so much. And for me, as I have spoken to you before, I'll be doing the virtual yeah. run. And I want to just say I am so grateful to be part of this committee. And I hope that we'll try to raise as much as we can to give back to the community because you guys are doing an awesome job. Well, we can't thank you enough and, uh, for what you're doing and every action counts and your energy and your, you're inspiring uh, everyone around you to take action. And so we are really appreciative of that. Hey guys, please don't forget the Archery and Raws Run, supported by the ALS of Quebec. It will take place this summer on Sunday, the 27th of June, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Run a 3K up to a 10K, your choice. Please share this wonderful event with all of your friends or as many people as possible to support the run, or you can just donate. Check out the link in my podcast. Peace. I feel the love. I receive it and I'm giving it right back to you guys. Thank you.